also we came to do our weekly crypto bet update and there's a shocking change of events on open sea <laughs> yeah things things are like, not what they used to be it's a little less open than it used to be yeah, yeah you, and I you thought, won't like, be something... seeing uh, a certain uh, feature that they used to have yeah <laughs> I thought maybe it only applied to the crypto bats that um, all the charts we've used so far are gone. But then we looked at like the the punks or whatever, those really popular shitty looking NFTs and a whole bunch of others. And just all the charts are gone from the site after the crash happened. All my charts gone. Yeah, exactly. Not a lot of activity on the crypto punks and the more popular ones. I think that kind of says I guess people are trying that... to hold them. Are they trying to weather the storm, maybe, because they paid so much for them? Maybe. I assume it's all fake accounts that hold them or people who got them as gifts, like celebrities who got them as part of yeah, a marketing sure. deal and they don't know how to get rid of it. I think yeah. that probably locks a lot of it up and prevents it from sliding downward, which is good for the holders, I guess. Like, crypto bets is funny, though. There's new crypto bets being listed, like, every so many seconds. Yes. Yeah, that one's cheap enough that people actually, normal people actually buy and sell them. Yeah, and like um, there's just a massive amount of volume for sale right now. And luckily, we've looked at this chart so much that I remember where they were. Like last time we checked in, they were like, I don't know, twice as high as they are now. They're like 0.17 or something, right? 0.18. Mm -hmm. Now they're 0 0.09, hmm. which is 170 bucks. Not, uh, not yeah, great. Ethereum which is sliding at the, the same time. It's under 2K now. Yeah. Yeah. And the top chart for like the top collection on OpenSea, if you look at like the movement of every single NFT collection on here is all over the place. It's like stuff is down massive amounts. Stuff is up massive. It just seems like just incredibly volatile and uh, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And some of the stuff that I thought would be on the top, like, like in the top collection doesn't even make the top. 15 which is kind of insane yeah i'm trying to think the crypto bets started at what over two eth a piece right mm -hmm. so, yeah people were paying like five grand for them and you can cash out for the, maybe 250 they've lost what over 94 95 percent of their value let's see what's the highest uh, priced <laughs> one well the one aussie bat's going to be higher than all the rest still, oh right? that one's but, still at 666.42 i guess there's an implied zero maybe yeah. Uh, Ethereum. So that's epic. That is pretty epic. Just in the time we've been talking, there's been a bunch more crypto bets listed for 0 0.09. Damn. Like people are really <laughs> trying to get rid of these fucking things. Uh, Adidas originals into the metaverse is uh, way down. <laughs> Damn. I put my whole life savings on those, dude. Yeah. Is that, I wonder if that's an Adidas and Marvel collaboration. A lot of those seem to have disappeared. A lot of the Adidas, Nike ones, Coca-Cola. Yeah, like the, the branded ones. Oh, yeah. Like they Adidas. scrubbed all their shit off. Oh, this is so stupid. Adidas into the metaverse is you can basically put shoes on your ape or your crypto punk. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Oh. <laughs> I went to the profile of the guy who bought the most expensive real crypto bat. That isn't okay. like a placeholder one for Ozzy. And yeah, yeah. he paid 90 Ethereum for it. How much? Which is 175,000 USD. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And he's currently got uh, two offers for it. One is uh, $176, the other is $145. And he <laughs> That's is. Probably those are very generous. To say it's worth $145 is really generous. Yeah, it's really worth zero. Or less yeah, than exactly. zero if you consider the gas fees. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's worth yeah. like negative $60. Getting, Damn. It's, it's <laughs> almost exactly one one thousandth of what he's uh, listing it for is what he's getting offers for. Uh, Brutal. Yeah. Not even a very good bat either. It's eating a banana, but it doesn't have a hat. It's not a cool color. Is there any metal stuff going on with the bat? No, it's just a bat kind of looking to the side eating a banana. That's, uh, okay. Oh, now it's listed for $179,000 because I clicked on it again. <laughs> what a great system. You have to pay an extra $4,000 just every other second? Yeah, I guess so. Just in the last two minutes, there's two more crypto bats that just went up for offer that are uh, at 0 0.087 now. <laughs> like, the price is going down so fast. 
Who can wow. keep up with this shit? No one. The price apparently. of money changes every second. I'm supposed to go shopping. <laughs> this is this totally reminds me of uh, uh, something my friend who used to work at, at B92 Radio in Belgrade during the during the war at the end of the war when the NATO bombing was happening was telling me that they would get paid on a Friday and then essentially by the time he crossed the square like on his morning break to go to the bank to cash his check the check would be worth 75 percent less than it was when it first like was in his hands like as they were going through like just total hyperinflation you know like wheelbarrows yeah. of cash to buy like a loaf of bread you know so that's why you that's need the world crypto. these people are trying to recreate on purpose yes yeah, so the i mean i guess in that case the best thing you could do is try and find somebody on the black market to like convert it into u.s dollars you know at a, at a yeah. heavy 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 fee but at least that you know at least you had fucking stable currency that you could buy a black market shit with but yeah this is if that was whew. in crypto you wouldn't have to waste valuable time filling up the wheelbarrow with dollars <laughs> And walking this, across the street, you could send it instantly through the internet and get ahead of the inflation. Yeah, that's right. That is that would still be going on the same amount. Yes. Man, all my charts gone. Someone should do like an apocalyptic thriller um, where there's a like nuclear winter and all real currencies are wiped out, but somehow the internet <laughs> exists still <laughs> and one kind of crypto survived. And it was really important to invest in that one crypto. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it's hard to even come up with an apocalyptic scenario, apocalyptic scenario where any of this shit retains value. <laughs> yeah. Even coming up with one where gold retains value is kind of far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe once people rediscover dentistry. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, the apes finding a bored ape in a time capsule. Man, that's what <laughs> that's what the card with some information on it. That's why the evil Fiji water uh, pist- uh, pistachio barons, uh, that family, uh, had the right idea by securitizing water. You know, like they they know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get you gotta get paid in water. They're using too much water over there for nuts that aren't that good. Yeah, that's true. But pistachios, you know what? they're not that good. Almonds, they're okay. It's super important that um, that those people be allowed to do what they've been doing for the last you know ten years, which is lobby Congress to not import uh, Iranian nuts and do bigger sanctions on Iran because uh, you know Iranian pistachios are the best and uh, they need to stay competitive. So yeah, that reminds me of my thing I've been thinking about this week of like a real like you know center right economically kind of like Democrat who is really interested in creating a list of still non-unionized Starbucks to be like, we got to support our non-union Starbucks to keep them competitive. You know, we got to keep them honest. (laughs) They should have conversations about class instead of conversations about race, like pro ownership conversations. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that I actually don't produce anything as an employee? It's actually these tools I have here in this rental space that creates the value, not my labor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to operate these valuable tools. Yeah. They could replace I, me like that. It's, yeah. It would yeah. be so easy. Yeah. We're, t- we're talking means of production. We're talking mode of production. I'm just a vessel through which capital operates. And anyone else could replace me at any moment. <laughs> capital I would is ha- dead labor. And as labor, I deserve to be dead. <laughs> exactly. I would hate it if uh, if my uh, utility as a worker was automated out of the picture. Yeah, <laughs> man. I don't know. I don't know if maybe it just doesn't. It's not that resonant. But for me, there's something so funny about like. I just feel like liberals love to. It's kind of like me and Alex were talking about this on the last episode of just like Buddy Brown is always like doing his conservative culture war shit of like. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head is is too woke now or whatever. And like the liberal equivalent is just like you can't shop at uh, Chick-fil-A because the ownership is bigoted or whatever. And it just seems so funny to me. There's got to be someone who's like you got to go to the non-union Starbucks. I don't know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I like the CEO of Starbucks, but I don't like their products. Yeah, exactly. But I go there yeah. anyway. <laughs> I buy a coffee, I pour it out on the storm drain. I support Well, here's them. the thing. I like Howard Since, Schultz. He's a great guy. Yeah. Howard Schultz was rumored to be Hillary Clinton's pick for Secretary of Labor in 2016. That's right. So I still think we need to support the administration that would have been by making sure that 
we vote with our dollars to make sure he's as rich as possible. And I don't want the workers taking that money away from him in the process. Yeah, if you want to roll the clock back to when America wasn't crazy and, and everything made sense before Donald Trump got into power, you have to support Howard Schultz and his labor practices because that's what Hill Dog would have done. I believe in a pretender cabinet in exile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nira Tandon exactly. in there, Howard talking, Schultz. <laughs> talking about like the, like the Belarusian Rada, which has been going since like 1902 or something. <laughs> Government in exile. <laughs> It'd be so cool to paint like a street art mural of Hillary Clinton's like planned cabinet from 2016. Yeah, <laughs> they need their own flag too, and they they need like um like one of those white passports that just allows you to live in any country on the planet. Other countries got to start doing that for us. We're doing Juan Guaido <laughs> shit all the time. Yeah, we yeah. We need a taste of our own medicine. Everybody <laughs> loses an election. Some countries should take them in, put them in a castle. And say this yeah. is the rightful president. Yeah, we were we are only dealing with this uh, these representatives of the true government of the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> I could I, I could actually see politics getting to the point where people start doing that. You know, like where uh, where I don't know Aaron O'Toole is like holed up in Switzerland in a castle, and there's like they're dealing with him and not Trudeau. Or I'm sure that happened in late Rome. Where like a deposed emperor would come to someone else's court. Yeah. Be like, I'm the real guy. Oh, it was easy to do back then. You know, you could just show up anywhere and be like, hey, I'm the emperor. Byzantium, for sure they did that. Yeah. For sure there were guys going around to every other court being like, I'm the real government. Some guy took it. Yeah. They stole it from me. Stop the steal. <laughs> Stop the steal. We got to send the crusaders into Byzantium. <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> well, despite the fact that we haven't talked about anything related to music for a while in this episode, huh. we do not. have one way to circle this back around, which is that there's a surprising amount of Bored Ape songs. There's more than we realize that are out there. Mm-hmm. And more coming and out every day. we got to listen to them now. Hope, if we're lucky, Bored Apes are just going to be in the dustbin of history within like a few months. The like problem real is like apes. Bored Apes are going <laughs> to... Yeah, exactly. Endangered. Uh, the problem with board apes though is like there's so many celebrities on board that I think it's going to be a little hard to harder to kill them. But like, and, and crypto is going to take forever to kill. But NFTs at least probably will mostly go away, right? Like the writing's on the wall for NFTs. Yeah, they're on death watch. It's yeah, the activity's like. been down for a while. I don't know if we're going to see people unloading board apes for one dollar, like we would like to, nah, see, because it's all so. like most of the top ones I think are fake. It's oh, all yeah. wash trades. It's all, no one actually paid that much for an ape. They got it as a gift. It's like, so that stuff's going to stay locked up, I think. 100%. And I think, especially because um, the social like value of owning a board ape is most prominent among crypto diehards. All the people who own them are just going to hold them because of the clout rather than actually as like a money making thing, right? Like even the people who are trying to just cash in and make an easy buck on this stuff will probably hold their ape because it signals to suckers in the crypto world that this person's important, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it it's means you believe in it too. It's a status yeah. symbol and you believe, yeah. But a crypto bat, that shit is just already into the fucking floor now, you know? Dead weight. It's in the, it's in the dustbin of history, it is. This shit... I was just thinking, you know, this shit is so aesthetically fucking awful that there's, and it's awful in a way that's like kind of banal at the same time that I don't think it has, and it's going to have any irony value in the future. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be more mystifying. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, this might be like one of the first cultural products that you won't be able to be like, oh, bleh, remember these? Like, and then, you know, you'll have some jackass be like, be like, actually, they were kind of, the art was actually kind of cool and like representative of the era. There's going to be none of that because it's just, there's nothing there. Like, That's what I say about Beanie Babies. <laughs> the artwork was really representative of the era. Yeah. <laughs> That's what animals looked like back then. Yeah. yeah. True. Like NFTs, there's going to be no nostalgia because everyone who bought into it got burned, who was a normal person. <laughs> So you can't have nostalgia. Like Beanie Babies never cost 500 bucks to buy one. They were always $5 and then you could sell it for 200 bucks if you were at the right time. But Yeah, yeah. most of the like, owners of Beanie Babies weren't in it for speculation. 
That was a minority. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas this shit is just, it was never there. And the price was sky high to begin with, you know? Yeah, the crypto bats are self-consciously retro too. Yeah. Which they're, means they're, you can't really have nostalgia in the future for it. Because it already looks like a, it looks like a Zubat from Pokemon. Like yeah. the gold, silver era Pokemon. Yeah. They should just put Ozzy Osbourne in Pokemon. <laughs> they should. As a Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Have they ever explained in Pokemon lore why you can't just catch a person in a Pokeball? They have ones that are smarter than people, which is weird. Yeah, like if you can catch Mewtwo in a Pokeball, you should be able to catch a person. I don't <laughs> see should. why it wouldn't work. I assume it does work. They just don't want to depict slavery in the world of Pokemon, <laughs> but it basically has to work if it works on Mewtwo. A lot of them are like human form, too. I yeah, don't like know. Mr. Mime or something. Yeah, how do you really tell the difference looks, between like Mr. French, Mime? French mime weird. <laughs> Mr. Mime could probably crossbreed. Doesn't Mr. Mime's DNA look like he's close enough to people to just crossbreed with people? <laughs> yeah. Did they evolve with people? Did evolution happen in that universe? Because a lot I of think, those creatures look very of similar. Of course evolution happens. That, that's the whole point of the game. Oh, yeah. Evolution happens like it's huh. like Lamarcky in evolution. <laughs> I think the French mime belongs in prison uh, within the parameters of the game. Definitely. Just, but just by his nature, his essence. You can have a female Mr. Mime, which is fuck. Lock him up. Lock her up, too. Lock them both up. Lock up Jenks for being racist. We still remember also, when like, her face was black and not purple. Yeah, they need to cancel Pokemon for that. But the other thing about Pokemon along these lines that we're talking about is that Ditto can breed with any Pokemon when you go to like the breeding center, you know? So you got to figure that people could fuck Ditto, too, and that would be happening all the time in that world, right? <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like Silly Putty. Like, you could yeah. kind of stick anything in there. What, and you are, can make it turn into anything. Are all Pokemons just like an anthropomorphic kind of goop? Or just Ditto? Yeah, just Ditto is a is an anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic goop. Okay. I guess okay. they can all kind of shapeshift if they have the right move. Do they have organs? Like, uh, Oh, yeah. They, they definitely... Because, again, there's a breeding center, and most Pokemon have male and female. People okay. don't eat them that often. There was one game where they were cooking and eating slowpoke tails. Oh, yeah. But presumably they're all vegetarian, I guess, or else they would all be... Or no, there are fishermen. Okay. So are so they catching not, and eating the Magikarps? I don't know. They're not so. like Magikarps the, are so stupid, they should eat them. Oh, I, we should kill all of them. <laughs> Dude, we're doing everything possible to not fucking play this shit. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> No one wants to listen to these songs. You guys remember Digimon? Long digression. (laughs) You ever see Yu-Gi-Oh? They should put bored apes in Pokemon too. (laughs) They had those sloths that would have to take every other turn off because they got too tired. Yeah. Those were cool. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right. You want to get into it? Ape shit, the music video? Yeah, let's fucking go. This is maybe the... This is the highest quality one, and it's fucking dog shit. Oh, Ape shit the music video. The the NFT ape band is called The Zoo. X Ape in X uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah. Cool. Right, here we go. Let's fucking let's get aped. Also, it's worth noting that this beat, I believe it's a Timbaland beat, right? Let me check. Oh, yeah. Produced by Timbaland. Yeah. He gave them some like mids that have been sitting on his computer for like 10 years. This, People don't uh, hire him anymore because he's stuck in 2006. This looks like absolute dog shit. I'm just going to say that uh, right and off it's the top. by far the best one. <laughs> okay, the pop screen is on the wrong side of the microphone. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, the guy that animated this doesn't understand how studios work. He's a visual guy. Like, what do they think the pop filter is? Uh, it's maybe to it's cover to prevent somebody else from coming in. Yeah, it's to prevent other sounds other from coming in the other side of the mic. Yeah, apparently. Vibing, climbing, grinding, rhyming. Everything I do, it's all about timing. We all gonna make it. So I, I don't like this guy's flow as much as the guy before, but that's not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like 
competent but boring. Like everything about the beat and the rapping and everything just like kind of washes over you. Like it's not the universe is so unexplainable. bad. It's just so bland. Like you're supposed to think it's awesome, but who is this guy? What's the? Where do they live? Yeah, I don't know. Where are they? Like L.A. or something? I can't tell. Did, did they just reference Altamont? Because that would be cool if they did. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> what is the Altamont of Board Ape Yacht Club, do you know? <laughs> the aesthetic is very, like, 2000s graffiti. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mixed with some weird, like, kind of vaporwave uh, palette, you know, color palette. It's really annoying. Okay, so apes love tits. So there are real people in this world. Girls love apes, too, in this world. Their apes are celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not all apes are celebrities. Maybe just these apes. I'm a fan play. of a number of apes. Too focused on the floor. Do people like this? Are the comments positive? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you Drippy seeing here? and vibing. If I recall from when this came out, they were deleting negative comments. So I think mm. if you sort by uh, newest, you're probably going to get the best ones. Someone said, this is one of the videos of all time. <laughs> you know what? And they're it not sure wrong. Is. It is one of the videos of it's all time. It's one of them. Yep. In all of time, this is one of the videos. Yeah. Like if, if you sort by newest, it's mostly shit like everyone who was involved with this should be publicly humiliated. They kind of have And been. then some of them... Some of them are nonsensical, like NFT the musical. <laughs> no, I well, think no, that it's makes... one song. Yeah, totally makes sense. You'd have to have a. You have to have characters for that. That's to be more than three minutes. I mean, I could see a Broadway musical about the rise and fall of NFTs if that's what they're talking about. You know. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> uh, Matt Stone and South Parker. Yeah. Get to work. <laughs> yeah, get get drawing. Get writing. Get out the guitar. Call your friends and ween. This is way too silly. This <laughs> sounds good, but am upset it's made by people who support NFT. <laughs> <laughs> actual literal monkeys in an actual literal zoo could make better music than this. I think that's true. If you hear a gorilla go do the chest beat thing, it's like... It kind of sounds like an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That comment's funny, the, the like, I wish it wasn't about NFTs. It's like being like the Slayer record is great. I wish uh, they didn't sing about, like, uh, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and, I wish like, they wouldn't talk about depressing stuff like hell. Yeah, or Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, that guy was an asshole. Yeah. I'm sick of hearing about this guy. He was a prick. Yeah, get him out of here. It, it is weird that it's so self-referential. Like, of course it is, because what else would they talk about? Yeah. But it's just, they're talking about this world that's so shallow, and that doesn't exist, and it's not fleshed out at all, but they keep referencing it like you're supposed to understand it. Yeah, like that's what, a really good point, What the apes actually. do in this world, and it's like, I don't know where this is. It just gives me yeah. this empty feeling. Yeah. Like, if, if they truly believed that this was something that could hold up with normal culture, they wouldn't be self-referential they would just make a good song about the kind of stuff anyone would make a good song about and just let it stand on its own but instead it's like i'm in the strip club throwing crypto you know it's like <laughs> yeah, fucking totally uh, i guess the idea is to let your imagination sort of fill in this world that they're not describing <laughs> but but it's so rep everything about it is just so repellent that like you just don't want to i mean yeah there have to be people out there who are so into this that are like, man, I, it would be so cool if this ape did this thing with this other ape and then they did, you know, but it's not like a very, yeah, like Alex said, it's just not a, there's nothing here. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah. I also and don't even like the, the implication with... that like the audience was all humans and they oh. were white humans. And then these guys yeah. with the gold chains and the yeah, you know, these famous rappers yeah, that's are a good all point. a that's different kind of species. They're weirdly apes. racialized. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I like that. I think I don't think that's intentional, but I think these people are so fucking dumb that it just didn't occur to them. You know? Yeah, I think they just yeah. didn't think like, about it. But it's like it's yeah. this. You didn't yeah, have to make all look. the people in the audience white. Yeah, and all the rappers apes. I don't. I don't know, guys. Yeah, yeah back to fortunately, there won't be an opportunity to make a second one. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I, I'm kind of thinking like what you were saying, Dan, earlier is like, even the people who are into this shit, it's not like anyone is so into it where they're like, dude, Board Ape 3527 is fucking on fire right now. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like I'm, I am... I'm into a couple of like uh, just like homebrew RPGs. I was thinking about that while I was watching this. Like, like there are a few homebrew art like OSR RPGs that I, that I really like, pen and paper RPGs, and those worlds are like they're community oriented. People add to them constantly. There's like official shit. There's non official shit, and it's super dirty. And it's a very small group of people just all like trying to build this world out, you know. And it's cool. It's like and, and, and I just don't see that kind of investment happening in the world of board apes. Like, like no every one one really D episode has more backstory than this. That yeah, that's it. It's yeah. a deeper universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like when we went on their discords though, and everyone's just like, "Good morning, good How morning, are you? good morning." No matter which discord you're in, it's <laughs> hello. Just all the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Now they've all moved on to convincing each other not to kill themselves. Oh God, man. That's but I, I mean, what, what do you, what you gonna, apes are gonna go back up and then you get to live in this hollow world more? It's a real Sophie's choice, right? Like, it's amazing how long this shit has been out and just the dearth of content about it that's any good at all. Because you would think, like, a technology that's been out for what, like three years now? How long have we been hearing about this shit? About three years. Like they have unlimited money, basically, and this is the best they can come up with. The mm-hmm. best one they can get is Timbaland. Yep, and they have huge people in entertainment uh, pumping this shit, right? Like, yeah, they have all the connections. They're they right the in there to in the, the music fucking industry. This is the best they can do. Like, they couldn't even get—I uh, don't know—they couldn't even get Future to make an NFT album. Yeah, the most they got to do was get him to debut his album on Zudi's Discord, which I'm amazed. We should have followed up actually on an episode. We we did that in the one with Joel where we assumed that Future had been hacked because he was debuting his album on Zooty's Discord that had 30 followers on Twitter. Right. But apparently it was something he was trying to pump up. It's like, I think it's, I don't know, when I was trying to Google it later, it's like he has like a small clothing brand and like a small like weed, like weed, uh, like paraphernalia brand called Zooty's, I guess. it's. I guess it was a kind of self-promotion. It's still not clear to me exactly what he was doing, but even then it's like he wasn't really like pushing NFTs. He was kind of pushing his own like conventional merch sales, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's how a lot of like, like bigger celebrities have used or been used by, by this, whatever this movement is. This, this commu- yeah. I, I don't want to use the word community because as we've documented on the show, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much all good morning, good morning. <laughs> They're all having a good morning. Everyone's having the good morning, except for lately where they've been having a bad morning. Yeah, bad mornings, bad nights. Bad mornings, bad nights. Not, like, what do you say we... Yeah. Or sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, like, none of these people are creative. That's the issue. <laughs> like, like you look at, like, smaller art movements or communities are just, like, people making amazing shit with no money. And, yeah, it it, it makes this even worse to compare That's a good it. point. Yeah, it's the opposite of a normal, like, DIY arts community of all the money and none of the talent versus what you usually expect is the opposite. Yeah, all of the talent and, and no money, baby, no money. Yeah. That woman on YouTube who makes animations about the guys from Apollo 13 meeting Baby Yoda puts more love and care. One hundred percent. Fucking surprised pants. Pants dude is more oh, of a yeah. pants guy who's an Arcade Fire fan. Uh, respect. <laughs> uh, pants dude puts more 
energy and thought into a 30 second video of him playing violin and his trousers exploding and his semi-erect penis coming up and him pretending to be uh deeply embarrassed although you know you know he's he's not really embarrassed he kind of seems like it. a really competent guy it's weird that he's always having these mishaps he's always <laughs> he, tripping over something and his pants yeah. fall down it must be really it's embarrassing the exact same kind of mishap again and again he's like a cartoon character some people are unlucky in love and this guy is unlucky in pants he has and, a really then, low luck stat yeah. And a really low pants stat. It's weird how he's half hard all the time, too. I don't know. That's like. He has a really high penis stat, or a really medium penis stat. Medium penis stat. Yeah. Yeah. He has a very normal looking penis. I'll give him that. If you roll a character and it has a medium penis stat, a low pants stat, <laughs> yeah. and a low luck stat, low you're going to want to reroll. Yeah, yeah, that last one's the crucial part. Because yeah, yeah. his pants will fall down. Yeah, in all, in the worst, with the worst timing, the worst situation, they'll fall down when you absolutely don't want them to fall down. When you're playing violin, when you're buying groceries, you know. Um, but uh, shout out to uh, Pants Dude for uh, supporting my band. Thank you. God bless him. Yeah, possibly world's biggest Arcade Fire fan, I'm going to say, with only the evidence of a single tweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty high follower count on that guy, too, gotta say. It's nice to have powerful people in the corner of this band, so. Yeah, this upstart indie rock band. Yeah. Uh, but before we go to the next song, I gotta say, I'm looking at the recommended videos from the Ape Shit one, and one of them is a 28-minute video called Bored, Bored Apes Chop It Up About Ape Shit and Ape Coin. Uh, should we watch some of that? <laughs> Uh, 28 minutes, dude. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. Never oh, mind. wow. Timbaland on new NFT project 2022. That has 242 views. Oh. Oh, man. That's brutal. Maybe that's a re-upload or something, but that's what, that's the recommended one. That sucks. Oh, my God. I'm skipping around that half hour long video, and they have the four apes like standing there pretending to be interviewed from the band. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, we should actually watch part of this. Okay, this is so bad. I hate this already. Okay, let's jump. Let's jump to like uh, nineteen minutes here. Hey, on the okay. wrecking ball, looking like Miley Cyrus. You know what I'm saying? This hey. looks like dog shit. The, it's uh, like a VTuber <laughs> thing. <laughs> but the <laughs> mouths are completely crazy. desynced, um, and, and it looks like get to hear KK I don't know. They're, they're, they're all like in about ten FPS. Yeah, that's generous. Yo, they should have been ape coin though. Actually, if those are all individual Bitcoin, still better to be Bitcoin, but. <laughs> so if Actually, you're listening to this so oh they, they keep spawning and despawning too so they just disappear from the chair yeah, you know, he's just not there <laughs> literally a tim and eric see things continue to do what they do you know i'll tell you what more than anything my biggest holy shit apen productions is 913 subscribers but somehow that Solidus. Yeah, that's how you know you're only getting hate watchers. If you have a video with 134k views, either that or they paid for the views, and then they have less than 1k followers. Freight train just brutal. Well, you know, so also even this, it's kind of like we were saying before of all they're doing is talking about fucking Bitcoin and crypto and shit. Where if you actually wanted this to be like a boy band, each one of them is supposed to have a personality and say certain things that reinforce that personality, right? Like. They're all their personalities. They're into crypto I mean, and their NFTs. <laughs> yeah, it's that's so what, easy to do. No, the that's problem a, is you can't like. That, you know, I guess they would have to own all of them. They wouldn't be for sale because they would have to be custom. They would have to be yeah. like, I'm the one who's into sports. I'm sporty ape. I'm scary. But they do own these four NFTs. That's why they're doing them. Like that is true. these are, they are allowed to do that, and they're just too stupid to do. But it's just their personalities. That's like what I, I was saying about creativity. It's just like it's like oh, we have this idea. Well, let's start a boy band, and then like okay, what should our personalities be? Well, I'm into crypto. You're into crypto. Let's do that. <laughs> Fucking great job, guys. Really cool. This is the four. This is the first group of four NFTs that are all into crypto. Yuga associated. Like you think Yuga's gonna buy them? You think Yuga's Most people are gonna hear this just as a podcast, right? I hope so, because the graphics look like it's probably released as a podcast. So it's just four guys talking. Mm -hmm. You have no idea that it's apes. It's only apes with the video. Metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great question. I think that you know, um, let me answer this one carefully, right? I think that they will be continuing to make acquisitions, you know what I'm saying? 
I think certain projects that no, you know, I don't know what you're saying. I, I, they're not going to buy everything, <laughs> and I don't even know don't understand. You're not saying anything in the in the whip. You know what I mean? No, but I think they're going to continue. I don't. To be active. They got a bunch of money now. Apecoin lost a lot of value. More money. I think someone and, rescued uh, it. You know, but I think where it strategically it uh, went but from. I, I agree with you. I think big. See, picture, April it was at twenty four dollars a coin. Just a board mm-hmm. Now it's at eight dollars. They want their metaverse. The down to a low of five fifty. Yeah. You don't have to just be a board ape holder to come in and participate because I think they know that. To expand the sort of the audience, right? Like they just mm-hmm. they don't want to be super exclusive. Like the idea is These like guys hey, stink. You know, the whole the idea of this thing is exclusivity. Right? It's the like, board ape yacht you know, club. Apes like the, none of this even makes apes. any sense. But you know, we got mutants <laughs> in the mix, and you know, you will eventually see other NFTs. They don't have microphones either. Under the ape in umbrella too. You know. No, whoever made this doesn't understand how sound works. Same goes for the ape shit music video. Pop screen on the wrong side. Stupid, you know. So, um, and I think they recognize that same thing, you know. But I think yeah, I like that they have um, like PA speakers uh, here. You know, they're gonna definitely, but they don't have mics. So, you know, they have no mics, uh, and they're uh, too big. Like they like gigantized so, monitors. The and then on the right side, what appears to be, I think, them at an awards ceremony. Is that what that's supposed to be? A photograph? Oh, you're right in the back right. I didn't yeah, 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 in the back right. And then on the left, there's uh, their stupid logo that says AIP, which stands for. I, this shit is so boring. I can't even remember. Uh, it's Apian Radio. Apian. Terrible. Oh no, it's a P. Wait, yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. What does the P? What does the P stand for? I don't know. One thing too. Ape in Productions, I bet. And this is Ape in Radio. I don't Ape in is. It's hyphenated like bone in. Ape. Yeah, totally. Ape in Radio. That just sounds. That sounds bad. That all sounds bad. A lot of people to try to make singular. All right, we're subjecting people to way too much of this, including ourselves. Like we shouldn't even bother watching the last four minutes. I just want to say it's too bad that rap is associated with this instead of rock because the guy that didn't know the pop filter goes in front of the mic mm-hmm. i would love to see him animate guitars drums bass oh, synth, baby. anything <laughs> yeah. else yeah the guy just has the strings like on his stomach the, He's playing the back of the guitar yeah yeah the frets are facing you like uh there's a string going straight up uh it's got a microphone on the end of it cool shit like that all right we need to finally listen to another song here oh this one is called delist your ape parentheses to the moon or to the moon to the moon by b-a-y-c-9797 featuring rio craigun and clear it looks like we're on the fortnite map are we nope nope <laughs> it would look better this is not a gimmick Wow, that's weird. They zoomed in on like a 3D tropical map with palm trees. And then there's a 2D ape dancing in front of it. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's like two different sources of stock footage mixed. Why even make this? It's just so... Con- con- the content Fuck. must flow, Alex. Uh, we need to produce as much things as possible. Oh, they definitely bought views for this. Yep. How many views does it have? Two million. Yeah, no fucking And way. the guy who runs the channel has 684 subscribers. Damn, dude. That is... Oh, man. 100k thousand likes, but all the comments... No likes on any of the comments. Barely any comments. It's... Wow. Controversial opinion. Um... Rest of the music aside, whatever loop pack uh, synth glit- like glitched out uh, time delayed synth loop they have going, not bad. Would like to hear somebody else do something with it. Would like to hear a song not about apes with that and, and uh, everything else replaced. That would be cool. It kind of feels like, I don't know, kind of SoundCloud rap-ish. Wait a minute. From like It's probably a free beat. Wait a minute. Is that that's just the fucking cheap Monday logo? Do you guys remember those jeans, cheap Mondays? No. So they were like the original, like they're Swedish, um, and and they were the original mid two thousands skinny jeans. Oh, funny. And, and they were like they were. I remember the first time going to Europe. I was so, I was stoked because I was going to Stockholm and I could buy cheap Mondays. Um. 
and I buy I bought these jeans and eventually like Urban Outfitters started carrying them and shit. But they were they were like the mid two thousands like indie rock jeans, and their logo was basically that that skull, that monkey skull, that ape skull. I'm looking oh, at it so now. Funny. Yeah, it's like a similarly dumb looking skull. Yeah. This one looks a little bit like the Totenkopf, but uh, it's an ape skull. <laughs> yeah. I, well, Alex, it was made in Sweden, which is a social democracy, and I don't think that a jeans company would uh, put any kind of fascist logo on anything, you know? Not the Swedes. This is the 2000s indie scene we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No Nazis coming out of there. No Nazis coming out of there. Yeah, exactly. Nazi indie rockers, fuck off. <laughs> No, there it is. Oh, wait, no. That's Board 8 yeah, Club. Okay, it is close. Anyway, uh, it's interesting to think about the birth of uh, skinny jeans in the in the mid-2000s, because before Cheap Monday, you'd have to buy women's jeans if you were a thin man like me. <laughs> you helped usher in the era of the skinny jean. <laughs> yeah. I told men it was okay to wear jeans that were very constricting and uncomfortable and cost a lot because they were from Sweden. <laughs> and possibly had something that looks sort of like a totenkopf on it. <laughs> it's okay. Be yourself. All right. What do you think? Should we move on to Board Ape Rave Club by Bass Jackers? There's so many of these. It's crazy. I hate this. So this song. one, they're just having the apes move left and right across the screen. They're, there's like a couple frames so that they don't have to animate it too much. So it's just a generic house track? Oh yeah, this is... This is the lowest effort yet. <laughs> Some low energy <laughs> shit. I can make this Sucks. in like two minutes. Also, I don't think they own all these apes. They just took a bunch of different apes and then made them ha made them bob their heads as they walked across the screen. Yeah, no way they're actually hiring out these apes. They they lost the sync for a second there too. Okay, so okay, I was almost. I just want to point out they had a one of the backdrops here was a hairdresser's, and it said Baboon Saloon, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. it's a salon, not a saloon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the ape joke was based on not knowing what it's called. I hate that I know uh, that I recognize some of the different variants of these things now. It sucks. Can't wait to erase this shit from my memory. Different strains of ape. Cyberpunk ape. Sailor ape. Not that much bass in this song for a song mm -hmm. called Bass Jackers. If you're going to have bass in your name, you better have a lot of bass. Yeah. Someone jacked the bass. And you better so someone jacked no left. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> all my bass gone. Yeah, that's what happened to Metallica. Yeah, it's true. They uh, the bass jackers were actually the producers of uh, Injustice for All. Wow. Wonder what they're doing the with all that bass. Like musically, there's just those monkey noises are the only thing that kind of makes it ape themed. What are you supposed to do with it? Like. I wonder if this song's on Spotify, is what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite song. I can't imagine playing this for another human being. <laughs> the best anthem us apes could ask for, thank you. I only wish my party hat, love, glasses, ape could have made it into the video. Seems like a perfect fit. Well, maybe next time, man. Maybe next time. Man, that would fucking suck, dude. Hey, can I ask you a question? Has Bass Jackers, uh, <laughs> sorry, have Bass Jackers produced another track or is it just this? Let's find out. I would assume that they probably have done a. Oh, see, okay, they actually have a legitimate following, it looks like. Okay. They have a Wikipedia article. They're a Dutch house duo. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, this is actually, that's what this I was group thinking. is coming at this um, in the reverse sense of all the other groups. Like, they're an existing yeah, they like, band that has hitched their wagon to a flaming star that is headed straight for the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Because like, okay, like, like Alex, you were saying how that BAYC9797 has 600 followers on YouTube. These guys have 140,000 followers. Like they're a real like duo, electronic Damn. music duo. 
They just made this really shameless, shitty song trying to get attention. <laughs> and the irony is that they have way, 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 way more popular songs. Like this is an extremely unpopular one for them. They have yeah. one that has 140 million views. Holy shit. And then shit. this one has 49,000 views. Yeah, no, this band is like legitimately big. <laughs> oh, they use windmills yeah. as part of their like uh, visualization thing. Because yeah. they're Dutch. I like that. I support bass jackers now. They deserve cool. better. I don't support their line of like uh, Rhodesia inspired merch, but you know, you can't have it all. Yeah, I guess that's just an embarrassing misstep for an actual <laughs> artist. But now we need to go back to like fake artists. The Desperate Ape Wives Anthem. What a great reference that is. What is that, a 20... When did that show go off the air? Yeah, I have no idea, dude. Uh, I never thought I'd be wishing that I could listen to Dutch techno instead of... <laughs> I guess it ended 2012, so it's only a 10-year reference. Yeah. Being charitable. Just want to have fun. You know what they oh, say. Desperate Ape Wives just want to have fun. There's an 80s reference, though, to make it more dated. We come for the art. We stay for the community. They really don't... Oh, they made a queen into an ape. Huh. <laughs> I hate the Queen Ape. Mark Simpson? Fun. Not sure if you can do that. Something's going on here, right? Like, This might be the best one yet. I don't think that the Desperate Housewives did this. Like, they didn't party, really. Mm -mm. Like, they didn't go to the club. They kind of had drama in their house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 10 year old reference that also doesn't really make sense. I guess it's just for the wives. It's for the ape wives, so they have one too. Because mm -hmm. you have songs for the apes, then you have to have a song yeah. for the wives. It just says something about whoever named it that that was the best thing they could think of. I yeah. feel for these people because imagine like your husband is super into this really stupid thing uh, and you're just like, I want to support him. I want to feel a sense of closeness. I bought uh, an ape of you. <laughs> oh, can you, that has to have happened, right? Of like some really lame, like tech guy with too much money buying his wife, a desperate ape wife as like, here, I got this for you. Yeah, I spent $300,000 on this. And she has to be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> That's I made so it look bleak, like you, man. and she's looking at it, and it's an ape. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That's exactly what I think. Oh, man. They were just doing Vogue by Madonna for a while. Yeah. I guess they're assuming that they're going to get kicked out. Uh of whatever they're doing before they get sued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of references to, like, The Simpsons and Disney products and Viacom, and you've got yeah, Wonder some... Woman in here. You've got, uh... Hmm. Some action. Uh, you got Wilma uh, Flintstone in there? Yeah, I don't just think for a might also that. just be really dumb, though. Like those um, guys who bought the Dune script thinking that they just owned the rights to make a Dune movie. That was cool. Rather than buying one copy of the script. That was awesome. I wouldn't put it past them to be that dumb. This song is pretty good, though. I like the one part where they were just saying, ape, 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 ape. ape yeah, it reminds ape. you what it's about. What it's all about. It's about the apes. We love the music. We love the graphs. But it's all about the apes. This was a real, you know, return to form. Uh, for for ape music just back to the back to the roots <laughs> ape 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 yeah i was mad at bass jackers that it wasn't ape centric enough by just having the monkey noises but it was like more of a real song whereas this one was just like not a good song so i think this is good bored ape music i see creativity flowing in two directions i see bass jackers taking the genre further uh pushing the boundaries of what uh we consider ape music and then i see the bored ape wives <laughs> Um, or sorry, the desperate ape wives bringing it back down to earth again, and um, you know, reminding us why we liked it in the first place. Like, I think it's good, vibrant community here. You know what I think they should have? Just like the crypto bats that can bite the apes and modify them, there should be crypto frogs that can wander into the ape exhibit. 
Okay, okay. And uh, get modified by the ape in a certain way. <laughs> and then there's a, a hole in the back of your crypto frog. <laughs> and its eyes look very bloodshot. It looks very unhappy. <laughs> and then the ape gets a big smile. I think yeah. that's how we can rescue this. Yeah, we need we need to save these. These guys are on life support right now. Won't you know? Everybody's thinking about oh, how are we going to help out Ukraine? It's just like what about the desperate ape wives, guys? What about them? Look at their there should be an effort to get um, Ukrainian refugees free NFTs. <laughs> no, no, to no, set them up no. for like a prosperous life abroad. No I way guar- that hasn't happened already. I right? fucking guarantee you that exists. But it was just like that some guy was like, yo, I will donate this amount of NFTs to Ukrainian refugees. The Ukraine uh, minted NFTs. I know they did. <laughs> About the war. Yeah. And an NFT of Ukraine Zelensky will raise funds for Sean Penn's nonprofit. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. God damn it. Uh, wow. NFT. NFTs benefiting that. Oh yeah, so uh, there's a whole line of NFTs that go to benefit uh, uh, Rosetka, which is a which is a Ukrainian charity slash um, refugee support group. Yikes! But uh, I think we should wrap up here with maybe my favorite story. This just dropped on May 11th. Uh, we've listened to a bunch of Bored Ape music, but we haven't heard a major label Bored Ape artist yet. That's true. So the only technically major label NFT ape artist hasn't dropped a song yet, even though like it must have been fucking like four months ago we were talking about these guys once. Uh, it's called Kingship. Mm-hmm. It's another ape band. They signed to Universal, and basically they've done nothing in all these months. Or maybe it's been like a fucking year since they announced this shit, but... Basically, on Saturday, May 14th, so maybe like a couple days before we release this episode, um, they're going to release like passes where you can pay $450 to basically go on like a glorified website for these NFTs and maybe they're going to finally release a song on there. Maybe. Unclear though, like, and 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 that price of four hundred and fifty six dollars uh, after Monday, it's going to go up to seven hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, so you better buy quick. Why can't they just? Or do actually, it on if the we Zooty release Discord. this on Monday, that you've already missed your chance. Yeah, I think, uh, maybe. <laughs> How is Ethereum down right now? It's just I over two so. k. Okay, but it is down twenty six percent in the last seven days. Okay. Okay. I bought some Dogecoin and some SHIB. Yay. I'm now the proud owner of 1.2 million SHIB. <laughs> what are you going to do with all that SHIB, dude? I don't know. I think I might buy some apes. Where are you keeping the SHIB? Like that, do you have enough space in your apartment for that much SHIB? It's a big wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's all my money now, so I have to take it to the store. I appreciate that. It's like the Dragon Ball Z theory of how to make something cool of if $12 gets you 1.2 million, everyone's going to be like, that's so sick, man. I'm going to get like 20 billion of it, dude. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. If you have a billion of something, you're a billionaire. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Objectively. You have to say you're this a billionaire is, of money to denote money. This is totally like, yeah. What if the, what if the dinar inflation in Serbia, in the early two thousands was cool and good. Yeah, exactly. Let's make a whole system that operates that way intentionally. It is yes. sick to have Zimbabwe and money where it says a hundred tr- trillion dollars on it. Oh yeah, yeah. just to Absolutely. hold that in your hand, I'm like Dan, a hundred trillion dollars. I bet this is. Yeah, worth my friends a lot. used to like um, look that up on eBay and consider buying it, but then it always just seemed like sad to bother buying it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've done it. I've bought it for people as a gag gift. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, it is. I think it is funny for sure. Sending them a stack of hundred trillion dollar bills that's worth six dollars. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i guess just the the main thing about kingship selling 450 dollar passes just to get access to whatever that they're not even specifying what it is it's like they just hate people right like oh yeah you have to, if you want to make a real band you have to at least put out a song 
yeah. before people are going to pay $450? No, they're... Like, Jesus fucking Christ, They're man. not musicians. They're like, they're fucking... Uh, I mean, it says Universal... Universal claims that Kingship's team in... Team being the important word here. Team includes Grammy award-winning recording artists, songwriters, and producers, celebrity animator Jack Lanza, and prominent NFT collector Jimmy McNeil Nellis. So yeah, yeah, that's that guy. He looks like a young Prince Charles. He's that's always this. in the tropics, being sunburned. He dresses like I don't know, like mate, like a a really horny hippie guy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He like dresses a really like skinny a skinny sixty-year-old ponytail guy who like he does dresses, yoga. He dresses like a guy who has like a like an ayahuasca retreat, but not the one you wanted to go to because that one was full or it got shut down because of cholera or something. And then you go to his ayahuasca retreat. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he looks like he runs a really bad cult. Yeah. Like, not bad in terms of crimes, but just bad in terms of numbers and accomplishments. And also the food is bad there, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Celine Joshua, uh, who is, who is the, he is, sorry, oh yeah, he's... Celine Joshua claims uh, he says this is the only the beginning of our roadmap for an expansive world that will provide this community with an incredible journey and interactive storytelling he's the uh, founder of Kingship they're so spoiled by being able to promise shit and get money handed to them they never actually want to make anything they're like oh it'll, it'll be coming don't worry about it just give us the money now they're asking for so much money, and all they can promise is the beginning of a roadmap for an expansive world. We're going they to can't start even tell to you like this is a single, this is an album. It's just nothing. These people, like, I mean, I I think we talked about it a long time ago on the show, but I had this idea for uh for this thing called Gulag, like with no uh, like G L. Uh, you know, like it's just gulag with any vowels. And, uh, and basically you would just, uh, tell Silicon Valley people that there was this an exclusive, uh, sort of challenging, um, day camp that they could go to, but day camp more like you can't leave it. And, um, you know, they would pay to go there and you would have them do things that were actually valuable, like, uh, digging irrigation ditches or, um, you know, uh, harvesting natural resources um assembling things and uh and they would pay you for the for the uh for the privilege to do it and you kind of pit them against each other you'd have like uh you know shock workers you'd have like a list of who is the most productive and i think the celine joshua's of this world would would love that and i think the world would benefit from them paying to go stay in gulag it reminds me of the uh simpsons joke where Bart and Lisa don't want to do the yard work and then they see the yard work simulator and they really want to play it. Exactly. Yeah, yes. you got to gamify rock breaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel if we can gamify like uh rewilding or like uh building affordable housing, Celine the Celine Joshua's of this world are the uh are the, the perfect shock workers for this. And we can make a little money on the side cuz they'll pay to do it. With Gulag, the the impossible is now possible. Yeah, we could make them literally mine for bitcoins. Yes, or or super valuable stuff like uh, lithium. Yeah, that's how the earliest states formed. They promised large groups of Silicon Valley people that they could have a fun day camp digging irrigation canals. That's right. The financial infrastructure needed for that is what uh, created uh, hierarchies. Yeah, exactly. Like I wish that there was an opportunity for us to do a parody song of board ape music but there's nothing there like there's nothing to even really parody besides just saying crypto a lot you know yeah yeah and they're all it's not like, like john a- acapinti where there's this whole vibe and like you know there's a certain way he arranges his songs in a way that they sound and this shit is just nothing yeah yeah they're already too doing easy. You just drag a house beat that comes with the program say ape ape crypto loop it you're done yeah get somebody to it's vaguely animate it you know yeah they've they've done our work for us by just doing the most dog shit job possible but mm-hmm. i'm glad we at least got to explore their world before it hopefully implodes as quickly as possible yeah the question now is Except for shib yeah exactly to the moon i gotta have my shib dude gotta have your shib um the question now is just how will this stuff be remembered you know like 
And I think the idea that everyone involved is, I mean, hopefully they're embarrassed. So it won't be remembered. It'll be memory hold because it's repellent. And the people who loved it uh, uh, realize that it's ridiculous and, and awful. Then, yeah, maybe this is it. Maybe maybe it'll all be over 20 years from now. Nobody, no one will remember. It'll only be like podcasts like this where people will be like, oh, that was a thing that existed. All the pseudonymous people that are running this stuff, they're going to come back. We won't know it's them, but they're going to come back. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I guess the founders of Board Ape Yacht Club have probably made enough like high level connections where they're like in the system now, right? But for everyone who, the small number of people who actually believe in this as like a media property, mm-hmm. that's where it's going to disappear. Like, I do. Yeah, I guess that's a it's a good point to make that there's certain power players who now are just going to have a lot of money, like the guys who founded it. But as a cultural relic, this shit's just going to disappear. Yeah, absolutely. And and as for them having money, it was always going to go this way. Like, <laughs> like that's that's how these things work. It's a scam. <laughs> it's like the there's there's the Lyle Landleys uh, getting on the plane, and there's uh, and there's the town of Springfield. You know, that's right. And now we're all left with the monorail. Eight wives are hot. But some of them are supermodels. Desperate ape wives just want to have fun. You know what they say. We come for the art. We stay for the community. 